0: Yeah, man it's it's been a minute it's fuck. it's been i think since july since i've had i've had any sort of podcast going okay um ladies and gentlemen this is see there it goes there see i got i got to break out of that whole <laughs> that whole mold it's kind of irritating um today's However guest you
1: episode, it. <laughs> it's all good, my, my bad i mean no, don't ahead. even worry
0: <laughs> Uh, today's guest is the one and only nft influencer at least who i think is a an nft influencer jesus christ i got all these notifications going on um the one ah, there goes another one damn it the one and only pwn do you pronounce it pwn or pawn
1: pwn pwn lord
0: pwn pwn lord 69 how you doing bud
1: uh i'm good man how are you
0: uh, you know, hanging in there, just turned 29 yesterday. I am still breathing, so...
1: Happy yeah. uh, late birthday. Thank
0: you, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was uh, interesting, to say the least. I tried to stay away from the market as a whole, uh, just because it's my birthday. But, you know, there's just, there's so many things going on right now. It's it's, it's crazy. It really is.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- especially, like, these days, like, things just move so quickly. It's hard to keep up with, like... All the different projects that launch and markets and all that.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. fucking Craig better be recording. Um. Yeah, he's still here. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'll probably end up leaving that in there because you know what? I figured I am just gonna get it out there because I know it works, and we'll as the as the podcast and the YouTube channel gets bigger, we'll make adjustments when we need it. But yeah, man, it's it's uh it's crazy. It's crazy, and I say the word crazy because when I first met you, I felt like we didn't really know. Well, I didn't know too much about you, right? And that's that kind of go. That's the one cool thing about the crypto sphere is you don't really know who you're talking to. And then as time goes on, like you learn these small things here and there. And I had no clue you had uh, such pool in the whole
1: NFT world. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I've been like active uh, in NFTs. I I wouldn't say that like you know, like I'm a a tastemaker or anything like that. Um, Mm. I just, you know, identified trends and um, you know, NFTs were were warming up and it was a a good place to be, you know?
0: Yeah. I don't know. NFTs, dude. So NFTs for me, at least, I still don't really understand them. And like, it's I know people are like, oh, dude, you gotta get into NFTs. You gotta flip these JPEGs. And it for me, at least, I, I still don't even know what the fucking nFT is, like it's I used to think, well, why don't we put like collectibles on the blockchain, and that's kind of what nFTs are, right?
1: Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do uh, with nFTs um they can definitely be treated you know as collectibles, and they are treated you know uh, in, in many aspects as collectibles. Um, you know essentially it's it's like a proof of you know ownership, it's like a receipt. You know, um, mm-hmm. there's, there's all sorts of ways that you can store the artwork. Um, but yeah, I, I would, you know, it, it's, it's a way to verify ownership and, um, you know, uh, I guess maintain ownership of those collectibles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's, I don't know. I, again, I still don't really know all the moving parts to it, but it's, it's one thing that I you know I, I. I'm going to spend the next year really deep diving into because the whole point of this channel, and this podcast is to go from literally zero to I'm going to try to make a million dollars in the year. And know there's other people doing it and they're like, Oh, just, just do passive income things. Right. And it's like, I don't want to do that. I kind of want to do it mm. the way I want to do it. And NFTs is one of them, even though <laughs> I don't really know shit about NFTs. Right. Um, but it's, it's, it's just, Really interesting to to me at least how that's kind of where the whole crypto sphere is going. And it's it's NFTs is the hot the flavor of the month. Uh the DAOs are I always have a hard time saying it. Decentralized autonomous organizations is you know the flavor of the month. Uh, and we'll get into that in just a little bit here. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's I don't know, it's NFTs, man. Non fungible tokens.
1: Yeah, and like uh you know, I mean recently I feel like things have, you know, or not feel like, I mean, you can look at the statistics, like things have cooled off, you know, a lot. I mean, there was a lot of you know, rapid growth and speculation in those markets and like by nature they're they're relatively illiquid, you know, markets like you you need a counterparty uh to like be willing to pay like what you are, you know, trying to sell for. And so like that liquidity isn't always there. And so I think what we saw, you know, in recent months is You know, there was such a a saturation of the market, and you know, for a while, you could just buy anything and then flip it, you know, and and that was uh attractive. But as (laughs) liquidity started to dry up, you know, you have tons of people who are just sitting with you know collections of NFTs that they can't really offload. Um, but I mean, with, with that said, like, I think you know, NFTs do and will you know continue to have a place, uh as you know uh, crypto matures and and stuff like that I, i think we'll see a lot more use cases right i think right now a lot of people see it as like oh it's a profile picture or like oh i really like the art you know but but there's all sorts of utility um that we can use nfts for that that i don't think has has really been explored yet
0: yeah um I had a dude ever since getting covid like i swear it's made everyone i feel like an idiot dude like i'll have a a full-on train of thought going and then my brain's like yeah just just forget all that um <laughs> that's rough it, it it is dude i'll be like i'll be at work in the middle of like telling a guest like hey this is you know what we're offering and then they're like what does that do and i'll just the blank stare i'm like i forgot what i was talking about um, is that a d a d d a d h d? ADD, ADHD? Anyway. Um, it's all good. That's rough want, though, yeah. Yeah, it's, it is rough, but, you know, I don't know. I feel like with talking more, I'll get better. You know, that's just how it works. Cool. Um, but, so, just to kind of go back to that whole illiquid, um, situation with, you know, these NFTs, what's your thought on, the, uh, Disney getting into, NFTs with like their I think they had like Star Wars, they have like I forget what it was, but there was like a, a C three PO NFT drop that they had, like a golden C three PO and golden um what's the the droids? R2 R2 D two. And I didn't I didn't know that like big companies are starting to do NFTs as well.
1: Yeah, so I haven't um I haven't tracked it like super closely, but it only makes sense. Um you know when you have <clears throat> you know a lot of you know intellectual property and you have all sorts of you know collections under your brand like it only makes sense to uh distribute them digitally as well you know mm-hmm. and if you can if you can create a market for that and you know collectibles are already a huge market so if if you're able to distribute them you know digitally and allow users to you know, trade them on secondary markets without any sort of issues uh, regarding, you know, counterfeit or, you know, stuff like that. Um, it makes a lot of sense, you know, for, uh, for a company to basically, you know, protect their <laughs> trademark while also being able to profit and distribute it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't, I, I saw it cause I was in a, I'm in a bunch of discords and currently like, I'm like, I'm combing through all of them that are just, I don't know why I'm even in the discord. Uh, And someone kept pinging everyone, yeah, you got to get this drop. You got to get this drop. And I finally just happened to look into it. And it was uh, Open Seas. Yeah, the Disney was doing like a drop on Open Sea. And I was like, what the hell is this? Why are we doing this? I have no clue.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's just another opportunity for them to like, you know, expand their brand and then also monetize it. You know, we saw it with like Time Magazine did it with, you know, like some issues and, um, you know, we, we've, I think mm-hmm. what like McDonald's did like a giveaway of some like, uh, you know, special NFT. And it's like, I think they're just testing the waters with that stuff, but you're going to see a lot more of it um, because you can bake in all sorts of utility with, with these things. You know, uh, you mm-hmm. can create an NFT that also gives the owner, you know, special rights to maybe like event attendance or, you know, McDonald's wants to give them a, a free Big Mac. You know, every yeah. every month for a year, right? Like, as long as they <laughs> as long as they own that NFT, they're able to verify that yes, I am the owner of this, you know, and I am entitled to, you know, whatever was baked into it. So I mean, it makes a lot of sense, I think, from from a corporate perspective.
0: Yes, yeah, I didn't even, and and that's just how little that I know about NFTs. That that makes a lot of sense. To it, it pretty much it gives you the incentive to hold, right? And I think that I it sounds like. Just going off of that, that a lot of, like, a lot of other companies, and the only thing I can think of is, like, let's say Funko, Funko Pops do, like, a release, or Pokemon Company does, like, a release, and you buy that NFT, you get, like, a special card or something. I don't know, it's just, you're right, I totally forgot about the whole utility aspect of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you, you have companies that do this, too, you know, where, where you're able to, uh, you know, redeem the NFT for for a physical copy of something. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and it it adds all sorts of speculation. If you want to, you know, sell it on a secondary market, it's like, <clears throat> you know, um, maybe it comes, you know, baked in with something that's, you know, limited edition. You decide not to redeem it, you know, to be redeemed a later date. There's, you know, you could do it with <clears throat> with all sorts of stuff, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that,
0: that's crazy. It's it's just interesting, um, to say the least. I don't know. And and the cool thing about the space that we're in, it's like. You're not necessarily too late, you're just early for like the next big thing, right, because you could be at the tail end of let's say nFTs right, and then they come out with nTFs, which is I don't know what the fuck it is, but for the sake of giving you an example, it's the next it's the next thing, right and uh, yeah like like for me at least, I feel like I missed out on liquidity pools right and and like pancake swap, sushi swap. In last year's what is it the summer DeFi or DeFi summer whatever you want to call it, um, and I'm DeFi now getting summer. into yeah there you go DeFi summer and now I'm getting into uh, what is it the the Dow the DAO pools and and I I feel like it's the same thing but I don't know maybe I'm like at the tail end of that and it just seems interesting but one of the things I want to ask you about is what what are your thoughts are on on DAOs? Uh,
1: so I think um my opinion has has changed a little bit on on is, you know originally i felt like uh you know i don't know in, in this space you know capital's not like a huge issue right like a, a, at least a lot of people have you know capital and when it comes into or when it comes down to uh you know getting into like a seed round or or an early like private round or something you know usually allocations are tight anyway so you know, I was like, why wouldn't people just use their own money instead of you know kind of kind of crowdfunding? But my my opinions like shifted on that. Um I think uh I think Dallas will be something really cool uh to watch and see how they develop. Um you instead of looking at it from like strictly a standpoint of this is a group of individuals who are, you know, pooling their money so that they can, you know, afford like a a big ticket item. Like I I tend to Mm -hmm. look at it more as like, this is a a group of individuals who are, you know, like-minded who, um, you know, want to share information with each other. Um, You know, there's a sense of exclusivity there. Uh, And then, you know, also coming together to, you know, purchase things and then, basically, you know, absorb the costs together, but also sharing the profits together. Um, so, you know, it's it's not like we're really reinventing the wheel here, right? It, it, there's always been, you know, groups of like-minded people getting together and, you know, uh, going towards a, a common, you know, purpose. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think the uh, the ability to do it, you know, digitally, uh, to mobilize very quickly, you know, um you know, things are oftentimes sensitive in this space. So the ability to, you know, mobilize funds very quickly and execute uh, is is attractive. So I think DAOs just add, you know, that layer of structure uh, that maybe a loose group of friends, you know, don't have.
0: Yeah. No, it's. Um, I just I couldn't wrap my head around. Well, I could wrap my head around all of it, uh, and like bite by bite, right? Um, I couldn't understand how. The you know the APY each year or the annual percentage percentage yield percent yield whatever the fuck it's called I don't understand how they could be that high like sixty seven thousand percent like a bajillion percent um, and I know it's like it's almost like playing hot potato but then you have uh, projects like okay you have uh, Olympus Dow right which mm-hmm. that that I feel like that for me at least that's kind of what got me into into the Dow scene if you so so call it um and then the next one was um was it time wonderland and then um, yeah that one was kind of like okay but now you're starting to see like Climadow. and then uh which at first i was kind of like this is all this is smoke and mirrors right but then climadaw at least the very least you know it's backed by the carbon credit i guess to make the world a better place i don't i don't know and the bonds and everything
2: um Go ahead.
1: No, I was I was just gonna say uh so these are like basically these are projects and it started with Olympus. I mean you have to give credit, you know, to Olympus uh for the for the model that they created, but th- these are essentially protocols that are finding ways to uh like bootstrap their treasuries and so mm-hmm. you know Basically, what they've done is they've created this model where it's like, hey, we have this token. You know, it, 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 you, you can stake it, and it compounds. You know, quite frequently to create these large, you know, uh, visualized like annual yields. Um, but for the most part, like these are these are protocols that are using this mechanic to uh, build up their treasuries in a, a very, you know, uh, quick uh, manner. So. Mm-hmm. What they do is they'll, you know, they'll offer bonds at a discount. So uh, different variables come into play, but basically, you are now able to purchase um, tokens, you know, directly from the from the protocol at a discount. In exchange, your money goes directly into their treasury. So, you know, uh, generally, you'd have like a normal project. You'd have like uh, you know li- liquidity providers. People are you know providing liquidity and they are earning the token and they're farming it in the ground. Um, but like none of that money ever really goes like to the treasury. Like it, it it just gets traded back and forth between buyers and sellers. And so what mm-hmm. Olympus did was they created this platform where they're essentially selling you discounted tokens like OTC. Um, but then all of that goes to the treasury. And And the point of it is so that the, the protocol uh you know i guess the dao uh yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's like it's kind of convoluted but basically the idea is that they now own their own liquidity uh one of the big issues when projects try and bootstrap liquidity so that their token can be traded is that they don't own that liquidity so like farmers come and go like they
2: mm-hmm.
1: they come they farm the yield into the ground and then they leave and the project's kind of left with uh without any, you know, uh, anything to show for it. So what they do is they'll say, hey, if you want to provide liquidity, give us your LP tokens, give us your position. And in exchange, we will give you our token like at a discount. Um
2: mm-hmm.
1: so it, it becomes this attractive trade to where at the end of the day they now own all of the liquidity in their protocol.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. See that 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 thank you for clearing that up because I was going into it thinking, okay, I almost like yield farming, right? But in a sense where I was... No, I'd say pretty much I was just going to go ahead and like do a yield farm. Um, I didn't... You know, I, I kind of knew about bond bonding or whatever, uh, bonds. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think to even... You know, I was just going to take their token that I got from, you know, holding and then
2: sell it, right? But, yeah, I don't know. I just... it. that's what i thought i was
1: it. well there's there's like all sorts of ways that you can play you know uh, these platforms the reason why like you know olympus has been
2: so successful in all of the
1: they offer very attractive yield but like the bonds fluctuate so mm-hmm. like you know, if you see that the bond is at like a 20% discount and the the platform is telling you, hey, look, in five days, you'll earn back like 10% for someone to say, hey, I'd rather buy bonds because I believe the price is going to go up, you know, or at least not go under 20%. So it, it, It's a lot of like game theory Mm -hmm. uh, that has obviously worked, you know, and all that money goes directly to the treasury. So it's, it's a super attractive way for, you know, any project to build up their treasury and also, you know, shore up liquidity because, you know, it's like people are trading their LP tokens in order to get the projects tokens. So it, it basically almost ensures like, you know, quote-unquote permanent liquidity for the project so it's it allows yeah. people to buy and sell at that point so yeah
0: yeah it's like i said it's it, it kind of just i was like i was looking at it in a completely different way but that makes that makes sense to me um at least that's how i see it i mean i don't know whoever listens to this uh whether they're <laughs> whether it's <laughs> now it's like tomorrow <laughs> or or whether it's like in a year from now they're like i'm gonna go back and listen to all these podcasts they're pretty interesting and it just it's i don't know it's it's also a learning experience for myself. Um you know, I, I kind of befriended some very smart people, and I—I I don't know, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so for me at least, as well, the I really liked the whole. Okay, so if I think I think this is right, I could be completely wrong. Um, but tell me, I thought it, it goes like this, right? So if the price of the token goes down, the percentage yield goes up and then when the percentage yield goes down the price of token goes up is that
1: right so there's there's like a lot of different factors that that come into play um you know uh without getting like super technical i would just say that um when the price is going up um generally you'll start seeing higher discounts on the bonds Um, Mm -hmm. So let's say it goes up like quickly, then like you may see a high discount on the bonds, which you know people are now you know I guess incentivized to bond. Uh, when the price goes down, like you generally see, you know, a premium on the bonds, so the bonds are no longer attractive. So it's like people mm-hmm. are now encouraged to buy the token on the market uh, because the bonds don't make any sense. So it, it helps kind of like stabilize the price a little bit. Um, there's there's more mechanics that go into it. That's just like yeah, you will know, notice that happen when the price does you know certain things.
0: Yeah, and then for your average investor too, like just saying it in in that, without getting too technical, because you could you could word vomit someone the easiest, um, let's say even strategy, right? And then they're like, no, nah, I don't understand any of this. But you're like, dude, it's pretty easy. But you just info dump on someone, it kind of turns them off to it. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, and it's like this stuff gets really technical. So it's like, I put it this way Uh, for anyone listening to this, there's some really good documentation out there. Um, I don't know if whenever you post this, I I can give you the links to it, Um, but there's some really good beginners guides on how to, uh, you know, participate um, in these protocols. Like, and there's different strategies that are pretty easy to understand.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. And I didn't even say what the name of the podcast is. It's, it's thinking DeFi. I kind of stole it from, uh, from Flood and his thinking BTCs or BTC or USD, I think I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, yeah, I that think he's...
1: thinking USD,
0: thinking USD. There you go. Um. So let, let me let me ask you, what, what's your thought? Because Kello, I mean, as we know him, right? Mm-hmm. He uh he was like shilling the shit out of me to uh, Invictus Dow, right? And I was kind of like, right. mm, I don't know, bro. But at the end of the day, he is my friend, and I was like. All right, I don't think he's going to steer me any sort of way. Um at least, you know, I'm I'm giving him that much faith, right? You <laughs> could all anyone yeah. could always rug pull anyone in this space and it, it kind of happened nah, in my uh...
1: Yeah, Kella Kella won't rug you.
0: Yeah, he, he won't rug you. Um and so he was like, "Dude, just look at it. I am in." Uh and then he he hit me with this, dude. Like if there was any sort of doubt, he pretty much told me, "Look. If Lord says ape into this, I am be into it and that's just how it goes. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me look into it. So I, I want to know, like, we'll talk about what your thoughts are on this particular uh, project. And then we'll kind of get into like, what's your thought process on, on a project. So, uh, yeah, what, what's, what's, what is so attractive about Invictus?
1: So I, uh, I, I like Invictus a lot um, for a few reasons. Uh, one, they're on Solana. Um Solana is not the uh kind of chain where you can just copy and paste a uh you know a smart contract that exists on like an EVM compatible chain and then mm-hmm. just put it on Solana, right? Like they had to build this in Rust. Um the devs ship very quickly. Uh so they have first mover advantage on Solana. Um if you like I said, if you go back and just look at the the fact that you know uh, Olympus the way it is built is, is probably the most effective way for one shoring up liquidity in a sustainable manner and two building up, you know, a treasury for a project. Then, um, you know, that's attractive immediately. Um, I don't think one, there's a need for a a project like this on Solana. Um, Mm -hmm. Right now you have a handful of, you know, uh, money market projects and you have, you know, uh some yield farming, you know, but and then aside from, you know, the the million, you know, NFT projects, the majority, you know, cash grabs and yeah. <laughs> and then you've got like some meme coins. Like that that's all you really have. So, you know, to to be able to have a protocol where you can, you know, earn really good yield. Um you can also, you know, utilize, you know, some different tokens for bonds. Uh, you know, all, all of that is just super attractive to me. Um, you know, I I I didn't have a ton of Solana exposure, so I use this as a way to, you know, get exposure to the Solana ecosystem um, while also, <clears throat> you know, participating in a nice high yield uh, product. Yeah,
0: no, I I didn't honestly, dude. I had the opportunity to get into Solana at the beginning of the year, like super dirt cheap, right? And I was kind of like, nah, fuck this, like it's just that that 20 i'd say th- between 2016 to 2018 uh you know crypto investor quote-unquote mm-hmm. mentality was now nah, you stick to a project that uh has i guess has a working product but at the same time it's like you know how um what's that one guy that buys all the hookers in japan um oh, ADA, uh... ada's yeah Cardano's uh founder Oh oh Hutchinson. Charles Hutchinson yeah. yeah so like okay that guy branched off from what is it ethereum right and then you have yeah. Gavin De- the uh, what the fuck something Gavin Gavin with, Woods you Gavin Woods with polka dot right and then mm-hmm. you have all these people that branched off and did their own chain like okay I'm going to I'm just going to follow them because they seem to know what they're doing since they started you know ethereum which is the second biggest you know crypto platform or mm-hmm. crypto cryptocurrency project in the space and i yeah i just i didn't give all the new stuff just from getting rugged all of 2018 and like early 2019 was just i don't know i was kind of tired of it like i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna buy that fuck that i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna buy something that's been around for a minute. Um but that's one project that I kind of, it's like shooting yourself in the foot, but I didn't know, I didn't know it was going to get as big as it did. Uh, But it's, it's nice to get exposure to different projects.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I missed, you know, I, I missed pretty much all of the, you know, parabolic run that, that Solana had. Um, There's just, I don't know, man, there's, there's so much that goes on in this space and there's so much to keep track of. Like, you're just not going to catch everything, you know? And, and mm-hmm. it's easy, you know. It's easy to have that mentality of like, oh, it's already run so much. Like, you know, how much higher can it go? And like, and doing these conditions, like, it's always going to go higher than you think it is. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah,
0: yeah, Solana's, Solana, Solana, Solana. But I mean, if if someone's getting into the cryptocurrency market now, and they're not they're not getting into DAOs, but they want to invest, like, what projects would you even just, I guess, suggest getting into? man that's
1: a hard one um
0: and this is not financial advice guys so <laughs> don't try to come at us sideways
1: yeah no i mean that that's a tough one you know because people are coming in at all different levels you know um mm-hmm. there there's people that make life-changing money on meme coins there's people who would you know prefer to, to buy bitcoin and ethereum and just hold it for a few years um you know I, I do this 24 seven and I, you know, still have trouble keeping up with like every different trend and, you know, every different chain and, you know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's difficult. Like I would say someone who's just getting in for them to try and like, you know, jump into like chasing all these trends. Like they're going to get, they're probably gonna have trouble knowing like when to exit. Um, Yeah. Uh, I would say, oh uh, man, you know you can't go <laughs> yeah, you can't, you, 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 no like you can't go wrong buying like Bitcoin and Ethereum. You know, uh, Avalanche has had a monster run. Like, uh, I think Solana is always a good hold. Um, maybe like just kind of. Uh, what I will say is like, if you're a new user coming in, like you don't have. A lot of capital like it's just not going to make sense to like buy stuff on ethereum just because gas fees are so high you're going to get crushed yeah i would say go ahead
0: you know how much it it was going to cost me to move a hundred matic off of my metamask wallet uh tell me it's a hundred and ten dollars in gas fees
1: yeah yeah it's just not realistic you know um i'm
0: I'm treating it like that that hundred it's a hundred bucks in matic like because they're a dollar but it I've I'm kinda like I'm just gonna leave it there for the rest of my life. I'm not paying <laughs> that gas fee crazy.
1: Yeah, it's it's unrealistic, you know. And I mean like uh, just yesterday, right? You've got you know three eras capital going in on you know like Ethereum's so expensive. Like that's not new news, you know, like it's been like mm-hmm. that for a long time. But uh yeah, I, I would say like, you know, Avalanche is super attractive for someone that doesn't have a lot of capital because it doesn't cost a lot to do transactions. You know, same with Phantom, same with mm-hmm. um Solana, you know. Uh Solana's nice because the, the Phantom wallet is super user friendly and you know uh it, it's really easy for people to to buy and sell stuff on Solana. Um Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's where I would start. I would just start on somewhere where it's like Affordable for you to make trades, you know, and then and then go from there.
0: Yeah, hundred dollars in gas fees for a hundred dollar trade. Now I'm good, dude. That's it's insane.
1: Yeah, no, I mean it's it's unrealistic, you know. But if if you can afford it, then there you know there's money to be made there. So that's that's why we do it, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, I, more or less nearing towards you know the next topic, and I guess it's sort of the fly mm-hmm. one unless I can come up with something on the fly. Um. So I guess put put us into your mindset, like, you know, obviously you wake up in the during the middle of the day or not middle of the day, but you wake up when you wake up and you're scouring through the market. What what goes into the thought process for picking a project that you're like, hmm, like what I guess what what green flags do you usually go by and what are the red flags?
1: Oh man. Um let me think. So I generally try and identify trends like as they're happening, right? Like in the beginning ideally. Uh mm-hmm. so you know, in the last month or two, you know, these uh these Olympus forks have been, you know, incredibly profitable uh and everyone and their mother is launching one and it doesn't seem to matter because it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like everyone just knows it's going to pump. So that ends up pumping because they're buying it. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I tend to look for those that either, you know, have not launched yet or about to launch. And I just, you know, I try and get in as early as possible and then, you know, ride that. And then, you know, if I like, if it's something like Invictus, like I'm there for a while, you know, but if it's, Mm -hmm. if it's some like stinky, Fork on, you know, an avalanche that, <laughs> yeah, it just like reeks, and uh, you know what it is, like you know what you're getting into. So yeah, I just, you know, I, I ride, I ride the pump or whatever, and I sell it and I move on. Um, I would say like, you know that that's been super popular. So that that's what probably most of my attention is on. And then a lot of these like, you know, layer ones have have popped up. Like you've got, uh, right now like like uh boba is i guess oh my god yeah <laughs> so like today okay this is how fast stuff moves right like today everyone just decided that like boba is popular uh so you want to get in before everyone's like tweeting about it so it's like all right you know what what's the foundational layer like what's the amm uh what's the native token and who's thrown up the first ohm fork you know <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh And then I just spread my bets there, and, you know, okay, what's, you know, I'm mostly diversified between, like, I'm very heavy, like, on the play-to-earn, like, metaverse side of things. Um, Yeah, okay. Yeah, we can get into that real quick, but I'm very heavy on that end, Um, and then I have, you know, my eight plays where I'm constantly just kind of jumping around, getting in and out, Um, and then I have, you know, kind of, like, my backbone you know, yield protocols that just, I can count on them to, you know, yeah, not pump, but they're just, they're just going to produce yield for me. And, and I'm not expecting them to do a whole lot else. Um, you know, and then I'll, I'll have, you know, my majors, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of what it, what it looks like for me. I wake up super early and then I'm literally just doing this, you know, all day long. (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: that day we were supposed to do this. Was it Friday? I woke, I don't know how the hell I slept through my alarm, dude. Like I, I went to bed relatively early, like 10, 30, 11. and I maybe it's just turning twenty nine or getting getting older, but I slept. I was like, shit, it's six forty five.
1: Yeah, uh, I, no, I, uh, I, I don't. I think I, I missed that too. Like I was up, but I didn't have like an alarm or anything, so I, I didn't realize. You know, yeah. Until you messaged me that we had missed it.
0: That's all good. That's why you're here now. But yeah, here we are.
1: Appreciate it.
0: Um, but yeah, it's it's. I guess that's you know. I I give my. And I said one to a zero to a million right in a year, and it's mainly like this is this this YouTube whatever whatever you want to call it is just my it's my way of keeping myself in check. Right, I want to be like. Okay, well I guess the, the meat and potatoes, right? It, I made a lot of money, a lot life changing money off of um uh Neo and An shares, right? But right. being a degenerate being super irresponsible with you neo know, said gains, and now I have like nothing to show for it. So I'm just trying to be better at finances,
2: I guess. Um
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's fair. Yeah. I I would say like, um, I don't know, like people, people hit home runs like, you know, all the time, Uh, but to, to make those, you know, really big, you know, make it plays in short periods of time, like it requires a lot of time and having like, or developing a pulse, I guess uh, on what, you know, is popping and where you need to be at what time. Um, mm-hmm. you know, once, once people, I mean, once people are talking about it on Twitter, like, yeah, stuff still runs, you know, but, but to, to, you know, get that early buy and then be positioned for the run-up, you know, you just have to know where to be, you know, at what time. And that takes a lot of, it's a lot of work. Man, yeah. It's a lot of like, uh, research or whatever you want to call it. You know, I mean half these projects to get into a pre-sale, you gotta like pretend to like give a shit in their Discord, you know, and like
2: <laughs> Dude, yeah. Yeah,
1: like, oh, I gotta boost the server, you jump through all these hoops and like I mean if that's what it takes to like, you know, make a make a ton of money on that trade, then like you just do it, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, there's there's one in particular. I mean, I'm I'm interested in it. It's uh shrub shrub finance. Uh, someone was shilling the shit out of it in in the in the cartel chat. And I was like, let me just look at it. And like, I read it. It, it seems it, it seems interesting enough for me to give time to test test their their project out. I think on Wednesday or something, I gotta trade on it. But it just, I guess it's it's building those uh, that network. There you go, building the network and the connection. Yeah. But yeah, it, for the most part, like it's it seems really interesting. I asked them if they wanted to be on. They're like, no, let, let's uh, let's hear your first one. You know, and we'll see how it goes from there. And it's like, that's fine. But I'm still going to test your stuff and I'm going to let you know if this is a steaming pile of shit or if it's, you know, it's worth it, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: But dude, Metaverse, Metaverse, Meta, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Decentraland. Now that that project blew up, at, at least for me, out of nowhere. And I seen all the new millionaires that were made because I still didn't even know what the fuck that project does
1: yeah i mean decentraland is i guess like one of your first you know uh metaverse you know projects which is just you know i guess you know a really like badly put together like 3d experience you know um but it you know it has definitely um been you know one of the chosen ones as far as Everyone goes, oh, Metaverse is pumping, like this is the coin we want to own, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, you know, you've got that, you've got, you know, Sandbox. I mean, these are all, it's still just a really young space, you know. I mean, we're looking at stuff that, I don't know, how. you said you're 29, so maybe it's... Mm -hmm. it's you probably remember like you used to like go to the mall and they'd have those like super crude like v r headsets that you would put on and it yeah be like you know it's, it's like really bad uh that's kind of like where we are right now with a lot of a lot of this metaverse stuff um but um I do think uh I do think it's here to stay, obviously you know facebook has has rebranded to to meta which you know it's just this like creepy like dystopian <laughs> uh, yeah
0: it's, it's kind of weird uh the way everything's shifting you know I, yeah. I i remember uh first hearing about mana or Decentraland, whatever you want to call it and the guy that was shilling it on youtube was yeah i'm going to buy this token because i want to own property in the virtual world and i just to me it was like this is fucking stupid like why are we here but there's that boomer mentality right it's like it might be stupid, but stupid as well, I mean, it does.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, there, there's definitely like a, a virtual land grab. You know, I mean, th- those assets have value, and people are willing mm-hmm. to pay for them. And you know, the issue is kind of like there's so many different you know metaverse uh, versus being built that it's like, well, which you could buy a bunch of property in the wrong one. You know, like yeah, it's hard. Exactly. It's hard to say what's gonna what's gonna blow up and what's not. Um but I, I think i do think um or what has me more excited uh than metaverse is uh you know play to earn um and it's still in a very like young stage i mean right now it's not really sustainable like if you look at like a chart of like smooth love potion right like it's mm-hmm. down only because it's just being like industrially farmed by you know <laughs> nation states uh this is christ I mean, you know, not like officially, but I'm just saying right. lots, lots, lots of people have found a way to make a living um, by playing, you know, game playing game. this game, Um, <laughs> which, which I think is like awesome because, you know, I, I I'm a true believer that, that crypto, you know, uh, it can empower people to make a living that maybe they can't they don't have like a stable bank, right? Like if you look at like Venezuela or something like that, where yeah. like their currency is just like fucked, uh, you know, I, I look at play to earn as a way, you know, look, if the only work available to you is like manual labor and it's like killing you and it's like not paying the bills, but you, if you have an internet connection, all of a sudden you have a way to like, you know, provide for your family. Like that is very attractive to me. Like that, that's the kind of stuff that excites me. um, but we just have to figure it out like i don't think we've gotten it right yet you know i think Mm -hmm. i mean if if you have this token that you get for doing things in this game and your incentive is to sell it to feed your family like if, if if that you can't scale that because that token then becomes worth less and less over time and all of a sudden you can no longer feed your family playing this game um right potato and musical chairs like like (laughs) and you know i think like i do think like people will get it right and i do think uh it will onboard a lot of people to crypto uh who are not currently you know it's not currently maybe available or they don't understand it so that's that's a space that i'm i am very interested in
0: yeah i know it's it's uh it is extremely interesting. And I was gonna ask about the Axie Infinity, because that's I Axis Infinity, what the fuck? That's the one that I keep hearing a lot about. Um mm-hmm. you kinda hit the nail on the head. Um but yeah, man. It's uh it's definitely been an insightful uh hour, so to speak. Um let's see, what else what else would I wanna ask? I can't even remember. Uh we kind of covered everything I wanted to cover. Um cool. Let's see. So uh how's your day going, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: good. It's good, man. I mean, yeah, if if uh if there's nothing else, you know, you want to cover, like we, we can whatever you want to do, you know.
0: No worries. Uh but we'll go ahead and wrap wrap this podcast video up, guys. Uh it's been a great hour. Hope you all learned something. Volleyball. I know I did. Um you know, I you gotta go back to the drawing board and figure out, you know, what am I gonna do with all my new capital that I have. But uh thank you, Pone Lord sixty nine, the greatest name ever. Uh, <laughs> thank you for sitting down and chatting with me for a bit. Uh, and we will catch you guys in the next one. Sounds good.